Real. You got some good light bulbs. <laughs> you got some, them light bulbs came from um, Neiman Marcus, right? I have no idea. <laughs> some Neiman Marcus light bulbs. Look, we ain't even going to waste no time. <laughs> we, hey, we, we got a little time to waste it, baby. No, nah, no. Nah. Oh, we got time. How, nah, we ain't, we got, we ain't got no time to. How, how about them cowboys, Mike? Dang, no, that's not how we going to do this. That's not how we going to do this. Bang, how are you, brother? You Let do you... it. How, how I'm bang? not bang, bang, look, bang. bang got a lot. Bang, bang got a lot going on. Bang got to go to a bang going to a funeral this weekend. Wellness check on my guy. Wellness check on my no, guy. No, bang gotta go to bang gotta go to a funeral this weekend. Alright, condolences. Um no, my my uncle Leon uh passed away. Condolences to the family. Um last Thursday. Um Found out some other family things that that kind of messed me up. So wellness check, you know, non-sports related wellness check. I'm at a zero. You know what I'm saying? It's not doing good right now. I be seeing the statuses um, and, the, and the, the stories. G, you know, I'm all. Oh yeah, yeah. Hurt. My rest in peace, um, um, my grandmother died in 1982, um, August of 82. Um, I was what two and a half months. Um, when she passed away, so I never met my grandmother, you know. But my auntie Sharon played that role for me, my grandmother's sister, and her two kids are basically the closest to big brother and sister that I'll ever have. Um, you know, in fact, my cousin Nina, you know, would always say that you know. She was like her first son, um, and you know her brother, my cousin Marky, um, um, is, you know, I was the only child for 13 years, so he was the closest to a brother, um, an older brother that I'll ever have. Like he was, he is, the closest to that, that I'll ever have, you know. And my uncle Leon, you know, if they all mean that much to me, then you know he means the same. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the calming influence in me. Um, I mean, look, without that family, I don't know where I'm at. I am probably dead or in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, and <clears throat> that's not one, you know, sometimes people be saying that shit yeah. is hyperbole. Just be saying that shit just to say it. Nah, if it wasn't for those four people, I don't know where I'm at. In life, and yeah. I had both my mother and my father, uh, because you know, you know. Also, at the same time, my mother and father are pretty young, and I'm the only child, and and you know, they want to go out and kick it and do all of the things that they want to do. So right, 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 it's right, right. easy to drop me off over there, um, you know. But I'm thankful for that. I, um, you know, my relationship with God comes from that house. Um, the 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 need of thinking before you react is what I learned from my uncle Leon. One of the things that I learned from him, uh, because even still, that's still things that I still that part of me that I have to work on yeah. and have been working on. But that really started when I was younger, you know. So 
when when I was younger, when <clears throat> my cousin used to bully me, I used to snap and like nah nah nah, come on over here, come on yeah. over here, Lee. And he had talked to me. Um, um, like just that whole house, like just all, like I said, all of them, um, they mean everything to me. And I know I don't have the best relationship with my mother's side of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's mainly because we just all I mean, for me, I grew up for me, I grew up um, I grew up with my mother being the only child. So all of her cousins were my cousins. There's only one cousin that matches my age. Um, and that's my cousin Daniel. And he's in Fort Wayne and his sister Nina. And they were both in Fort Wayne. So there's a handful of cousins that while they were a bit older than me, you know, they were it for me. Uh-huh. Um, my cousin Keisha, um, my cousin Tiffany, who passed away, um, and my cousins Marky and Nina, who basically was the brother and sister, like I said, that I never had. Like, that was the core group for me to where I'm spending the night over their house and everything. Um, and their parents were more like uncles and aunties to me, more than like, you know, Didi's um son mm-hmm. and stuff. So um so yeah, it's 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 been weird. Um because another thing that I thought about is like the men who was very present in my life when I was younger outside of my father and my uncle are gone. My grandfather died in twenty twenty. No, days after me getting out of the hospital. Yeah. Um, my mother's cousin Jamal died and he was just a smooth OG. And then you have my Uncle Leon passing away. So those are outside of my father and my uncle, twin brothers, like those three, you know, really were very influential in my life growing up. You got the, some Dasani? Got some Dasani right there? Uh, <laughs> Ice Mountain. The Evian ain't made it yet. Okay, all right. You the got, Evian oh, is actually in bulk, huh? Got the bulk on the way. In bulk. Who, in who bulk. delivers Who delivers the bulk? Who is it? Uh, Amazon, Amazon delivers? God damn it. <laughs> Amazon. Right. Hurry up and bring me my Evian, Jack. Right, you know, but... But yeah, so it's been it's been a bit somber and stuff because then you start thinking about all of the life lessons you know that you were given all of the times like when you was younger and one of the things that I told my cousin Nina is 
is that, you know, one thing that I know about love or one of the things that I learned about love was my Uncle Leon and my Auntie Sharon. He loved her. I no, I've never seen them argue. And I'm probably not supposed to see them argue at my age. But I can tell you this. When I felt like I didn't see love between my mother and my father, I saw it with them too. Um, and and he like he adored my auntie. And the craziest thing is, and I said this on the pod before when it came to my grandfather, you know, finding out he wasn't my biological grandfather um, on both sides. Yeah. Like finding out that he wasn't their biological father was like, what? And he's still around? Like he married my auntie and y'all was here? Mm-hmm. Like learning that when you get older, it's like, damn, okay. You know, my mother and father still together. Mm-hmm. 41 years. <clears throat> um, But yeah, that's love. Like him and my uh, my auntie Sharon, yeah. that's love. Mm-hmm. And like without him, and and honestly, he's probably more influential on that side than anybody, because I can go zero to sixty real quick, and I definitely could when I was younger. Um, his influence still is here. It's just that. And one of the things that I'm really realizing is that the OGs that ain't really OGs, but the, those family members that I grew up idolizing yeah. are leaving. And it sucks. It's something that's the part of death that I don't think I was ready for outside of my parents. Because... You know, now they spirits. And you don't get to have that conversation. You don't even get to have that random message on Facebook. Like when I put stuff up, him and my auntie would be like, yeah, Lily. And I'd be like, hold on, fam. That's <laughs> you ain't got to call me that no more. Yeah. Um, But then I'm like, yeah, y'all got license to call me that because it's y'all. So it's like even like stuff like that, not getting the random messages and stuff like that, not seeing that smile light up, not hearing the big Lee Lee and not seeing him with my auntie, you know, so I'm not ready for Saturday um, for a number of things, number of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of the older grandparent-like people are gone. Like, they're gone, gone. Um, Like, even the... The the, the grandfathers... The the only one that's left is the biological. Mm-hmm. And we don't talk. Hey, he but in Atlanta. He's still in Atlanta, right? That's the one. He in Atlanta, Atlanta on hoes. He in Atlanta on hoes. 87 <laughs> years old. Still trying to get some pussy. Hilarious. Um, but my step-grandfathers... But my real grandfathers, they're both gone. My Uncle Leon, he's gone. My grandmother, um, her passing, her anniversary of her passing is on the 14th. 
And I hate September. Like, it's official. I fucking hate September. I've had so many deaths in my family happen this month. All my, like, my whole entire life. Like, fuck September, fam. We can go go from August Understood. to go to October. <laughs> fuck it. I don't know nothing about Mercury retrograde and all that shit. I just know September is going to be the most depressing year, I mean, month of my life ever. September and is tough. September is huff, y'all. If your birthday is Beyonce, shout out to you, AC, the A+, and anybody that has a birthday in September. Shout out to all so the good people me, who have birthdays in September, who celebrate things in September. Right. But overall, shout out. Yeah, overall, <laughs> my so, grandmother, my grandmother's, well, great-grandmother, she died in September, too. My great-grandmother, um, told you my grandmother anniversary, my grandfather, like, my grandfather's. You know what, man? September is tough. September is tough. My grandfather passed away last September. Huff. Mm-hmm. My grandfather passed away last September. And one of my aunts that I talked about on the pod... Um, the both of my aunts had COVID and they both passed away like a week right after each other. Well, her birthday is today, so shout out to my aunts. Yeah, happy heavenly birthday to her. September. Yeah. So, my 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 cousin Tiffany, her birthday is September first. She's no longer here. Yeah, it's like can't get the hey cuz yeah. none of that. So, oh man, and this is like my second funeral this year on my mom's side of the family. And, and condolences to the yeah. fans. But I, I wasn't going to start off the pod with this, Mike. I wanted to go straight into the Cowboys. This is all Let's move on. <laughs> but, but, but it is a question that I do have for not just you, but for the fellas that listen to this pod, anybody that listens to this pod that has dealt with loss, how do you deal with it? And and even a bigger question for me is what happens when your icons are gone? Because my uncle was an icon to me. My grandfather was an icon to me and still is. They all are still. Like, I'm losing icons in the past three years. These are people that I grew up idolizing. You couldn't say nothing bad around these people around me. Yeah. Um, and you always had great things to say about these people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as we get older, we're going to lose people. And I'm fortunate to have both of my parents. You know, with my mom, it's definitely been some scary situations uh, that has happened even this year. Um but like what happens when the people that you confide in the most like what do you do yeah because that's what i'm i am officially at the point to where my parents is the only people 
with that that I have left. So quite honestly, one of the things that I fear is something happening to my parents and I ain't got nobody to lean on. Like, that's where I'm at. Yeah. They go, who do I come to? And you got your siblings, of course. Got your siblings. But I understand what you're saying. They coming to me. But see, like, that's what I'm saying. You're right. You're right. I'm the oldest. Yeah. They coming to me. If something, if something would have happened to my mom or my father, they coming to me. Yeah. Like, that's also the old, being the oldest is, is overrated <clears throat> thing. Yeah. Because who do you go to when everybody comes to you? Who do you lean on when everybody leans on you? Right. Who's your strong friend when you're everybody's strong friend? Yeah. I, I feel you. I mean, to answer your question, though, like, what do you do? Like, I think me personally, like, I, like I said, I'm blessed to have both my mother and my father. Um, and I still have one of my grandmothers. Um, my grandmother and my grandfather, both on my mom's side, have both passed away. And... Um, and I just like, I don't know, bro. I think I look ahead and I just think like, man, I kind of like mentally prepare myself for it. Kind of. I don't know if that really makes sense. Do you, how you mentally prepare for that? Like, you know, an icon or somebody that you love passing away, you know, like, I don't, I don't it's just, I just think like, man, I'm like, I, I've been, I've lost family members and I, and I, um, and in those situations, like, I mean, I, I, like, I be the, I'm kind of like the tough one. I'm like the one like I put the sunglasses on and then I just be like, but I'm gonna cry behind these shades and nobody's gonna see it because I'm gonna be tough, you know. I don't know. I just nah, I, I'm I'm a bitch, Mike. <laughs> I ain't I ain't got it no more. Like I I used to be that. I ain't got it no more, Jack. I think that's where I'm. But me personally, that's where I'm at currently. Like yeah, with the I, past few deaths that I had in my yeah. family, like I put the sunshine, I put the shades on, and then. I just, <laughs> I, I be like, I just be tough behind them shades. At my auntie's funerals, my, my two of my aunties that both passed away from uh from COVID. I was with my brother, and I told that nigga, I was like, bro, you better not ever die on me. <laughs> like <laughs> that, that would be the hardest one to ever ever deal with. G. Like I told that nigga, like, bro, if you ever <laughs> die on me, nigga, I you down me, myself. I kill you, I kill you myself. <laughs> Yeah, man, I think that, but I think that's a legit question to ask for any man, too. Like, yeah, I mean, but let's get off that, fam, because yeah. <laughs> where my mind on. at, we doing, <laughs> part of the reason why I'm doing this is to get my mind off of all of that. Yeah. Um, and all, you know, and some other stuff. But, hey, man, how about the Cowboys, man? 40 to nothing, man. How about the boys? How about the boys, man? How about the boys? I was, eh, eh. I ain't too excited, but that was a very convincing win there, you know. Divisional win. Opener. 40, 40 to nothing. You know, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, The reason why I'll take it, obviously, is a win. Obviously, it's a divisional win, so that's very important. Um, And the takeaways that I do have from that game is that the defense, they came and did what they needed to do. Um, They fly. They, they, they flew. All after the the first drive, I was concerned. I was like, "All right, what are we doing?" Like they just marched up and down the field, and then the special teams got the 
the um the ex got the field goal block, took it to the house, and um I was like, all right, cool. Then after that, it was just nothing going for Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. It was over for him. Um, I loved what I saw from the defensive line. I loved what I saw from Michael Parsons. I loved what I seen from Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs making big hits, causing fumbles. Stephon Gilmore got a nice interception. So I loved what I seen overall from the defense. Um, offense, I can't really put a judgment on the offense yet. Um, Tony Pollard looked sharp, though. He looked he looked strong, and he looks healthy, you know, after the, the – um, Two tutties, two tutties. I mean, he had about fifty yards on the ground, but I mean, you could we could chalk that up to the weather and everything like that. Dak, mm-hmm. Dak looked okay. I mean, he missed a few throws, but he also um, he made some decent throws. Got a nice one to Ceedee Lamb early on in the game. Um, and uh, but yeah, I think we still the offense is to be determined. Still, I, I still need to see more from the offense, but. It was a rainy game out there, so I, I ain't going to really worry about it. And the defense pretty much carried that game for the most part. So, but overall, though, I loved what I saw. And um, we got the Jets next week. And I sent the message to the guys, and I said, Aaron Rodgers is a dead man. <laughs> I didn't even mean to say that. That was before the injury. I said, Aaron, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You I wish that even... upon that man, Jack. Ah, it wasn't like that. I just you meant that upon that come, man. I just meant he was gonna come to Dallas and we was go, you know, we was gonna take care of business. I didn't even mean it for it to go down like that, man. You know, so other than that though, but yeah, shout out to the Cowboys, man. I, I we gonna we just gonna like I said last year, I did the same thing, bro. I take it one week at a time with them. I don't put nothing, no expectations on them, anything like that. I'm not. Oh, they're the best team in the NFC East. I like to wait until maybe like you know midway through the season, then I can really get a good observation on what the whole NFL is doing, not just, you know what I'm saying, my team. So, but other than that, that's it, though, man. But, bang, um, I got some text messages in my phone, bro, from some Green Bay Packer fans that are um, loyal listeners to the pod, and they on your ass. They on you. They on your ass, boy. They heard They heard all that stuff you was talking, man, on the pod, about the Bears. Fuck the them. Packers. Hey, I'm just saying, they, 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 they Fuck on you. Them. They on you. Fuck, <laughs> fuck them! Look, but hey, look, look at look at me, hey. look at me. We we was gonna spend more time on Dallas, but fuck it. You, since no, you no, we go... don't have to spend more. We don't have to spend no, more. No, 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 no. Grace, <laughs> fuck y'all, Jack. I don't care. I'm talking to fans. Oh my god. I'm talking to fans at this point. I ain't talking about the the team. Yeah. I'm talking to fuck y'all. What y'all mean to me? We both still in the ghetto. Y'all ain't oh, winning yeah. shit. In the ghetto. Yeah, we both in the ghetto. Y'all ain't winning this division. Ooh, I trust okay. I trust Detroit more than I trust y'all, god damn it. Okay. I ain't backing down, fam. We can fight. Go. I like that, babe. I like that. Well, we can fight at this point. I'm so angry we can fight. Well, at least I, we know that bang is still angry. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm still angry. We can fight. Oh, no, I don't try to do that shit. No, no, don't try to do that shit. We can fight. Yeah, I'm still upset. I'm still upset. And <sighs> fuck you, fans. All right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I thought it was gonna be 27. It was 27. You said 27 to 10. I said 27-14. Okay. I thought it was gonna be 27-14 Bears. I never seen a or I can't remember. Let me just say this. 
Let me say it like that. I can't remember a Chicago Bears team that went up against the Green Bay Packers and you just felt like it wasn't a game plan in place. Mm-hmm. I knew after the first series where they went for it on fourth and they did them two dumbass plays on third and fourth down that we were not going to win this game. Okay. Because it just felt to me that the team was unprepared. Mm-hmm. And the the issue that I have is you ain't – look, we lost to Green Bay before that game eight times in a row. So, so any anything from there, like, man, we ain't seen, we ain't lost eight times in a row, Jack. What am I sitting up here? Arr, you know, whatever. The issue that I have is not that we lost. It's the way that we lost. We're better than that team. We're better than them. But you couldn't tell on the field because I feel like that they were unprepared. And I feel like the sense of urgency was not there. Mike, I was in that game last year. I was at the 49ers game last year in a torrential rainstorm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stayed yeah, there the yeah. whole game. Yeah. And that team last year, I felt like in that first game of the season, had more of a sense of urgency and more heart in that than they did in 70, 80-degree weather. It's nice outside. Elements is all good for a great game. That didn't happen. And I feel like that they took – this game against Green Bay for granted. I was about to say, I, I was going to ask you that too. I was going to, like, obviously we can see that. And I've seen that being said from multiple, um, you know, people that they weren't prepared. And also I was going to ask, do you think they they pretty much underestimated the Packers? Like, they actually went in and thought they was going to be like a shoe-in. That was just going to be a shoe-in victory. Like, this is going to be easy-peasy. Is that the mentality the Bears went into that game with that they pretty much just like underestimated the competition like I don't think Mike see here's the thing I don't think that they underestimated anything I just don't think they came out with the oomph to win the game like you know according I'm looking at this clip right now and they saying that Jaquan Brisker, the safety for the Bears, called a players-only meeting after the game okay. talking about they needed this. That was supposed to have been said before. They needed to you be got punched on the in the field. mouth? They needed to be punched no. in the mouth? No, no, they no. Needed what? They uh, needed to, they oh, they needed needed to, to win, win this game. game. Oh, I thought you were saying, like, they needed to lose that game. They needed okay. Right. To win this game. The players' meeting should have been held before the game. Players' <laughs> meeting should have been held before the game, if that's true. Now, maybe I'm looking at the clip wrong. 
maybe they maybe he's saying, hey, we needed to get our ass kicked by the Packers. That's what I'm maybe asking. Maybe that's like, okay, it. Okay, is that what he's saying? Maybe I'm looking is, is at that... maybe I'm looking at this clip wrong. He's saying it like, all right, we needed this to happen. Matter of fact, no, no, no. Let me. Yeah, I read it wrong. Jaquan Brisker said that they needed this ass whooping, and Sylvie is like, no, you don't. And I agree with Sylvie. I agree with her. You too. didn't need this ass whooping. That's a division. So, man. so, so you mean to tell? Because now that just made me mad. If that's the case, <laughs> and I'm gonna look this up. If that, I mean, it, it, nothing about that says that that needed to happen right then and there because that's a divisional game against a rival, which are fresh team, newly newly improved Bears football team that was put together by y'all new GM. All right, see, so this is the shit. All right, let me tell you. Let me me first say this. I love Jaquan Brisker. He's one of my favorite players on the Bears. He plays with heart. But I'm going to read this shit from the score. The title says, Jaquan Brisker completely understands Bears fans' frustration, but wish Boone wouldn't start early, so early in games. This is what he said on Bernstein and Holmes. I understand the booze versus the refs if they make a bad call at home. Maybe a certain play call on offense or whatever. But like booing early, maybe in the first, second, third quarter, the game is not over. That's tough. Bears, The Bears fans should have our backs and be a lot more patient. Fam, what? Oh, no. What? Jaquan, Jaquan, we've lost to this team eight straight times. And we just lost the ninth straight time. And you want us to be patient? Fam, what? You really want us to be patient after losing nine times in a row? That's three Nine seasons. Nine times in a row. That's three seasons. To the rival. To <laughs> the team we hate the most. You want us to be, you want fans to be patient? Just sit up in the chair and be like, oh, 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 they'll get it. They'll get it. Fam, my boy, we are way past patient. We've been patient. We've been patient with Justin. We've been patient patient. With Eberflus, we've been patient with Poles, we've been patient with Allen Williams, we've been patient with Yoaz, we've been patient with this team. Don't dare come on any Chicago radio station and tell Bears fans we should be patient. Fam, we've been getting our ass kicked by that team up north for three years. We ain't got no time for patience. <laughs> we need to win. Don't say no dumbass shit like that. That shit, see, this the shit that I'm talking about. Because, yeah, y'all scored. But we booing y'all ass because just like I said on 79th, not 79th Hallis, but I'm not going to hold you. We're scotting them. Y'all... It felt like had no, excuse me, it felt like y'all had no sense of urgency to win that game. If the Bears would have played 
is actually five years. Five years. Yeah, excuse me. I said three seasons. That's pretty Fuck much you, four Jack. to five seasons. <laughs> Fuck you, be that. <laughs> Fuck you, Jack. Because nah, I was like, that's three seasons. I said, I'm saying so. If y'all done lost yeah. eight, eight games in a row, right. that's four seasons. We've lost to this team. Five seasons now. And then that actually <laughs> makes me even more madder. <laughs> We've lost to this team consistently for five years in a row. And the, the second year safety wants to come and say, we should be more patient during games. Trust the we process. We ain't got no damn patience. Trust the process. I, ain't trust, I didn't trust the process, Mike. After the first drive, <laughs> I was damn near done. But because I'm loyal to this, this team, I'm like, yo, we can do it. Give me a little analysis on Justin. How did you think Justin played in that game? Fam, I can't see. Anything. It ain't got to be nothing crazy. Just what, how, what did you see from him? Um, with the new improved offense, what did you see? What did you like? What did you dislike? Give me something real quick. Just, if you can, if you got anything? Because I still I have the reason why Mike. I asked for this bag because I trust I trust your opinion on this team. I think you know what I'm saying you know what's going on with the ins and outs of this team better than anybody that I know or trust as an actual Bears fan. And, and you know I'm what gonna I, be and what I see and what I see right I know you're gonna be objective and what I, I see I from just, Bears fans it's a it's a it's a mixture of I Justin is good but he's surrounded by a bad team or I see another mixture of I see other people say Mike, that Justin is bad like he's not a good quarterback Mike, what do you I don't know I don't know and that's puzzling because that because that <laughs> offensive line was Huff, my G. Okay, okay. They was Huff that game. I think Darnell Wright had the best score off that offensive line. They was Huff. Braxton Jones was Huff. He had like three, four penalties. As soon as you hiked the ball, that defensive line, which is one of the best defensive lines in the NFL, was already in the backfield. The issue that I have, it was too much dink and dunk. And I ain't saying was play calling. Um, was play calling. Yeah, yes, it was part of the issue, fam. Like, so I mean, if we gonna a, do that, have an offensive line. Wait, Mike. Like wait, ahead, wait, 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 Mike. Wait. I ain't saying my man got to do five, seven step drops. Yeah. With this line, that's gonna kick his ass. Right. But create plays. Put plays out there where he could get the ball off quick when you know your offensive line is off like this. That's what I was, that's and, what I I was talk, and I'm not talking about no screens. Because when your offensive line is off, it's going to be hard for you to do screens and shit because you have to delay just to just to create the play to get mm-hmm. the ball to your wide receiver, your running back, or whatever. Absolutely. Where's the slants? Quick Where's slants. the curls? Quick, quick slants. Yep. Where's the quick curls? Yep. You got to start the momentum mm-hmm. so then the defense got to change up what they do. They had no fear of what the, the team could do. They the, the best running came from the rookie who trucked the shit out of one of the players. Like, the game plan coming in was terrible. And that's why it's a team game and – the players definitely got a hand in this 
because that offensive line is terrible. That defensive line is terrible. That defensive line is the worst defensive line I've ever seen playing sports. Damn. Like watching sports. Yeah, that's the worst defense. That defensive line that the Bears currently have right now is the worst defensive line that I've ever seen on the Bears team. I mean, it ain't even close. I've never seen a defensive line as bad as the one that the Bears are currently employing right now. And because the focus is so much on Justin Fields, ain't nobody even having a conversation about how piss poor that defensive line is. They could not touch that man. In 91, because I ain't about to mess up his name, he was active. He had a run stop that went directly to him, and then it was a stunt where he ran right directly into Jordan Love. But other than that, it was non-existent. Dominique Robinson, did he touch Jordan Love? Justin Jones, did he touch anybody? And what's up with the young rookies you grabbed? That defensive line is terrible. Like, I was so hoping, like, after the game, they was like, look, hey, hey, Kansas City, what y'all want for Chris Jones? <laughs> Some. Because the thing about it is, if the defensive line gave a bit more push on that line, it makes the linebacker's life so much easier. So then it makes the corner's life so much easier. Word on the street. Kyler Gordon might Gordon might have a broken um hand. So he might be out for a couple. Mm-hmm. We need some dogs on that defensive line. Or it's a problem for us defensively. It's like we stayed in zone. We drafted Tyreek Stevenson, who's a, a, a good man-to-man corner. Yeah. Got him playing zone. He can't even take, we can't even take advantage of his strengths. But for Justin, I don't know because we keep putting him in positions to where we can't find out. But you know what I hate, though? You want to know what I can tell you I hate about this Justin shit compared to other quarterbacks I've seen? Anthony Richardson, first game of the year. You Mm -hmm. go watch that coach game. Mm -hmm. Throwing it up the field. Yeah. C.J. Stroud, first game. Throwing it up the field. Bryce Young. First game, throwing it up the field consistently. That's how we gonna find out. You got CJ, you got DJ. Is it that they don't trust? Is it that they don't trust Justin to throw it It, up the field? It can't. It can't be. We don't trust them to to throw it up the field, man. It can't be that. You know why? Because he don't do it often. (laughs) If you don't trust. They're not calling the plays for him to throw it up the field. My G, so if you don't, don't, don't look, trust him. Look, let me let me be the first to say this. this something in if practice. You don't, <laughs> if you don't trust Justin Fields to throw it up the field, then why is he on the fucking field? They want to see him why? run. They want him to run. Why? They only call, Mike, they only call one run play for him. One design run. Everything else. One design run. Everything yeah. else was on him to get the fuck out of Dodge. <laughs> they had one design run play. So they didn't even call the game to his strengths. Like I said, I could go on and on and rant about this shit because I'm pissed. Yeah. But to me, the biggest thing, and I'm talking about coaches, I'm talking about players. Scott told me they was out there playing Lil Dirk album cuts for Nito. They was playing all of the hard Chicago joints. At the game? They was at the, at the game. 
Jay Ellis started off that damn game right from a DJ perspective. He played all of the songs that made you get hyped. And guess and, and guess what happened? As soon as the ball was kicked, they lost all the hypeness. Yeah. The Bears players, I don't give a fuck how young they are. Once you put on that Bears uniform, understand this. You could go out there and lose every game for the season. But if you beat the Green Bay Packers twice, we okay. That's how much we hate that team. So when you, it even feels like that you don't come out there with the passion to play this game and to beat them. As a team, because I look at Roshan Johnson, I look at Jaquan Briscoe, who ended up getting hurt in the game, came back. They was putting it on cats. But from there, it just didn't feel like the team was really prepared to play the Green Bay Packers. And that's what we can't stand. You could go out there and you could beat the shit. Out of Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Bucks. You can do that. And then the next week, you go up against the Kansas City Chiefs. I ain't gonna say nothing about that game. What do you uh going into week two? Let's just go one week at a time. Going going into Tampa, what do you expect from this Bears team this week? I have no fucking clue. That's rough. That is rough. So, Bang, you are you kind of like where I am as a fan, week by week. Just play week by it's week. Not even, it's not even, Mike, <laughs> it's not even week by week at this point, my G. Got to see it week by week. It's simply, we don't know. You played Justin for one series in the first preseason game. He didn't play the Indianapolis game. He was playing the Buffalo game. I thought Justin played got hit. Game. He played the whole half, no? No, it was the Buffalo game where he played the most. And when okay. he had when he got tagged, they took him out the game. Okay. He didn't even finish the drive. Okay. So he basically if you look at it, he didn't even play if you combine all the quarters and play he didn't even play a full quarter for a preseason, really. So we don't and then you come out flat. And and I'm angry at Justin apologizing at the press conference. I'm angry at Justin uh, apologizing because I feel like you don't have to apologize if your team played hard. If your team came out there and gave it all that you got to go up against your division rival and the team that you hate the most, you ain't got to apologize. And we're not going to accept that. We're not going to even accept that apology. You played your ass off, G. Y'all went out there, y'all battled, and y'all just lost. What we don't accept is what we saw on Sunday. And what I don't accept is Jaquan Brisker saying that we need to be patient during the game. Oh, we scored after y'all booed. What that mean? Y'all still lost. Y'all still got your ass whooped. 
So you shouldn't be worried about getting booed after you lost, what, 38-20 to 20 against your division rival and the team we hate the most. That shouldn't even be in the conversation for us to be patient. We lost. What you talking about being patient for? We lost the damn game. And part of your team didn't give effort. Go look at Chase, Chase Claypool, who I defended to say, yo, let's wait a year. My man wasn't out there doing shit. I been said that man, huh? He I, been if, said. I will cut that man today. I been said Claypool's huh? And he was a stealer. Huh. Always I will cut that man today. Was never sold on that guy. <clears throat> I will cut that man today. If I could. Bang. I'm rooting for y'all, man. I, I still think y'all got a chance to, you know, make noise. So, hey. Yeah, we making noise because our starting strong safety talking about we need to be patient. Trust the process, bang. Trust we make it. a hell of noise. Trust it. Trust a whole, it. Are we making a whole bunch of noise. I got the Bears winning Sunday against Tampa. They go win. They go get this. They go pull this. Hey, one. man, so what? <laughs> hey, y'all some win. Y'all need it. Hey, every win counts here. Every win counts. That'll be you. I understand, though, Bang. I, I get Mike, where you're coming from. We it ain't be, just more we... about the win. It's more about going out there, being prepared, giving the best effort. You know, I understand where you are mindset-wise. So what, like, it. no, like, ask me this question. What does it, other than positioning, what does a win mean? Other than position, what is a, mean, a win versus the Tampa I mean, Bay Buccaneers? I, I mean, win? honestly, I think that only depends. I think it somewhat depends on how the game is played. Like I'm saying, if you go out there this week and you correct some of the mistakes that were made in that game, you get some better play calling. You get to actually see what you have in your quarterback that you trust in. You know, I think if you, you got to be able to see those adjustments and be able to see the positives in a win, not just with it being a win, but within the game, seeing the positive things that helped y'all win the game, that's what I think what you're really going to be looking for this week. So, I mean, obviously, I mean, y'all are happy about a lot of things. You are happy about the defensive line. So if you see some progress out of the defensive line, if you can get to Baker Mayfield, show that y'all can get to him, you know, that's a plus. If you show that y'all could, you know, efficiently it's run a, the it's ball. A, it's a team it's that a we plus. should beat, though, Mike. It's definitely a team that you should beat. But based off what happened this past Sunday, what the things that didn't happen, is you go in and you make those changes and you make those adjustments and you go out there and do the right things, I think that, you know, that's certain things, that's a good thing to look for, you know. And that's just me speaking from the outside, you know, from the outside looking in. I'm not a bear. Nah, I, I get what you're saying, man. And, and I get where you're coming from as a fan and a person who knows the game in general. You know what I'm saying? And I understand. But, you know, to answer your question, that's what you can look for. You know, look forward to with a Bears win is looking at the positives. Looking for the Mike. positives within that win. You know? Mike. <laughs> Mike. Yeah. They, the... <laughs> bang, so bad he don't even got the words, y'all. He don't have them right now. Mike, we go, we we lost to the Green Bay Packers. We got to be patient, Jaquan. We go against the Buccaneers <sighs> this Sunday. That's a game that we should win. 
Hey, the Chiefs but coming the, to to, to uh, Soldier? Or y'all gotta no, go to, we, y'all we're gotta going. Go to we're going to Kansas City. We're going. We getting our That's ass all right. That That's all right. The Detroit Lions. They they got them. <laughs> fuck out of here, Mike. Em. Fuck out of here, Mike. Um, the Denver Broncos is a winnable game. The Commanders is a winnable game. Okay. And the way that the Vikings look, that's a winnable game too. Here's the problem, though. Here's the problem that I'm still going to continue to say. I just named you the games that we should win. What happens What happens is false hope comes when those things happen. We start, we start pumping up our chest. If those games are won? Yeah. Well, Banksy, that's the thing. With this new improved team that you guys have, you got to just kind of wait in. You kind of got to wait and see how they react after certain things happen, you know, like wins against teams that they should beat. See how they react the following week. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like with the Colorado Buffaloes. They got a whole brand new team over there, new coach and all that shit like that. How would they because, come out and react after week one, after beating a ranked team like TCU? It came back out, and, you know, and they, they, they forgot about this shit. Hey, it's over. We going into week two. We coming home, and boom, smack Nebraska in the mouth. You know, so it's how you react afterwards. You got to have a short-term memory Mike, after you win. Mike. <laughs> Mike, this ain't college football. Nice. I'm just giving you an example, like an example of how yeah. you react. That's just with anything. That's not even with college football. That's with any sport in general. If you're looking at the big picture, you can't just be satisfied with just winning one game. Like you said, the games that you're supposed to win. And that's and that's the issue that I'm going to have with this team. Right. When you have division rivals, and, and here's the thing: I'm not just talking. I'm just not looking at Green Bay. I'm looking at the Vikings and I'm looking at the Lions too. This is a winnable division. Absolutely. So these games against Green Bay, look, cut the shit as far as me being mad about it being Green Bay. It's a division game. You got to play hard during those games. You see those teams twice a year, and it's very important that you win those games to have a leg up on anybody in your division. So anytime you come out flat against a division rival, it's going to hurt you rather than help you no matter if you win those games outside of your division. So the Bears came out flat, not just against the Green Bay Packers. They came out flat against a division rival who now technically have a two, they're up two games on them. So right now you off on the wrong foot. So you supposed to come out then again with the Justin Fields shit. And I know everybody's sharing that shit. You know, shouts out to Jason, Jason Weaver for liking it. You know what I'm saying? Love ambition. You know what I'm saying? Shouldn't have been singing that song when you was young, you know? It was supposed <laughs> to be for somebody that was of age. You know what I'm saying? But when you look at these games, man, every game in the NFL is important. So you got to come out, especially on the first game, on point. And there's other teams in the league that I could look at and be like, man, y'all was out here bullshitting. Like the Cincinnati Bengals. Not just because y'all fucked up my parlay. But, man, y'all normally have a tough time with the Cleveland Browns. But, shit, this time they whooped y'all ass, my G. Even look at the Minnesota Vikings. See Justin Jefferson ass on the sideline looking like somebody stole his cat after the game. You just lost to the damn Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like, oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? The Giants getting their ass whooped by 40. Like, God damn, y'all don't even score? Whoa. Whoa. 
But again, <sighs> but again, it's more or less about to me about the effort. And I just don't feel like the effort was there. Mm -hmm. It did not feel like to me that this team came out there knowing that this was a time to show that there's a changing of the guard in the NFC North. They did not come out there with the feeling to restore the feeling in Soldier Field. It just didn't feel that way. And that's why I'm upset. If they would have played hard and lost that game, feel a lot better. But I felt like that they didn't. Because if they tell me that they did play hard, now you're telling me that that team was overmatched by the Green Bay Packers. And maybe we didn't think that the Bears was going to be this bad, but they are. This is a, the Bears are who we thought they are, and we let them off the hook situation? Mm -hmm. It's that in the reverse. We thought that the Bears could be somebody that could contend for the division title. Didn't see that. So if they, if any of them players, like, yo, we play hard for y'all. Then we looking like, damn, if that's y'all hardest, we fucked. <laughs> we fucked, fam. <sighs> go look, I mean, go go rewatch that game. And 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 and, and ask yourself. Bears. When you look at tape, go go when y'all look at tape. And, and and see here's the other thing, it's the accountability piece. Who going to check Chase Claypool? Who? Who going to check who going to check him? Oh man. Who going to check him? Who going who going to check that man? That man came out to that game and oh my god. Got some good cardio out there. Good cardio. Good cardio. Good cardio. Who gonna check that man, Mike? <laughs> Who gonna look at Chase Claypool and be like, that ain't what we do here? What coach is gonna sit his ass down? Since we having players only meetings, talking about we needed this ass whooping. Who gonna check your team? Who gonna look at that offensive line and be like, yo, y'all can't be on that bullshit? Who gonna look at Justin and be like, yo, let's get it? You <clears throat> one of the most talented players in the league. Let's get it. Let's put it into action. Who gonna look at that defensive line and be like, yo, get to the quarterback? We having players only meetings. Talking about some, we needed this. That's what y'all need to do. Hold each other accountable. That's man. Well said, man. Well said. I'm sorry. Hey, man, Aaron Rodgers is out. We ain't mean to rile you up like that. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is out for the season. Yeah. That was the, I hate to say what I'm about to say, how I'm about to say it. But that was the only thing that we could hold our head high on. That's the only thing we could hold our way our head high on. 
Y'all, you ain't shit. <laughs> you ain't shit, man. You, I thought I wasn't shit. You ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> that man is long gone, and you still saying you can hold your head high about that man tearing his Achilles? No, <laughs> no, not not just because of that, my G. But the Packers, so the Packers, if if Aaron Rodgers would play, if Aaron Rodgers would have played seventy for seventy percent, let me say that again. Blah 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 blah. Let me swallow. If Aaron Rodgers would have played seventy percent of the snaps this season, the Green Bay Packers would have got a first round pick from the Jets. That's not gonna happen. Mm. Okay. So that's why I'm saying it because with a team like the Green Bay Packers, who on defense got, what, eight, nine number one picks? Yeah. They don't need no more, fam. They don't need no more. Oh, go take that deep I, second, fam. Since you put it in that more, you put it that Yeah, I, put, I, I mean, look. I get it. Aaron Rodgers, look, Aaron Rodgers became a likable dude a little bit for okay. the Jets. Okay. And as long as he ain't there, I said it on the pod, as long as he ain't there, you know what I'm saying? That's cool. But because he got hurt, Green Bay don't get a first-round pick. That's what I'm happy about. There you go. Celebration. I'm glad you was able to clarify that. I but you, the, I thought yeah, you were still holding a grudge. No, no, I will. <laughs> I'll never let that grudge go. But no, but oh no. <laughs> but here's the second part about it is. Here's the second part. Now you can really question if Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to come back to the NFL. Demand 40 just towards Achilles. I think he's coming back. And, <laughs> but no, hear me out. Hear me out, Mike. He just towards Achilles. That's going to be a year. Yeah. That's going to be a year, fam. So that was the first game of the year. So, you know, boom, boom, boom. But let me throw a name at you. When he was a little bit younger, when he tore his Achilles, his career was never the same. Dan Marino. Dan Marino tore his Achilles, and even though he was still hella decent, he was never the same. Aaron Rodgers ain't going to be the Aaron Rodgers that we saw when he won the MVP, and he definitely ain't going to be that after torn Achilles. I'm getting all the mo- he, could, he could take this and put this in a montage and, and all of that shit. He ain't going to be the same Aaron Rodgers that we knew. And if he's not that, why he gonna play? This that those those five plays, or four plays, um, could be very well be the last time we see Aaron Rodgers out there. And I think in that sense, honestly, just for that reason rehab, alone, Jack. I know rehab gonna be a motherfucker fan. But I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a two time MVP. I mean, he's a I, four I, time. I, four, excuse me, four time. Forgive me. Four-time MVP, Four times. Yeah. you know, arguably considered, you know, one of the goats. You know, obviously, yep. you know, whoever it depends on who you're talking to, who you're debating with. But Super Bowl champion, I honestly feel like. And then he just did an interview with, like, yeah, he said even playing till 45, even uh, following in Tom Brady footsteps was an option. Tom obviously, Brady ain't said that Achilles. He ain't said Achilles. Now, you know, considering, yeah, you, you, you tear your Achilles, then that's different. You know, they're having a different conversation, but I honestly don't see him going out like that. I mean, even if he does come back and then he doesn't be the same guy, he's going to go back out there. He's going to play. I think he will fulfill one full season with the Jets. 
He said that they got shrooms to help with Achilles. Brando, what are you talking about, my guy? <laughs> really? But, um, yeah, though, it sucks, man. It sucks to see him go out like that, man. And one of the, obviously, it's inevitable. You know, injuries like that happen, bro. But I feel like, and anybody that knows me when I'm watching football, fam, is a, is, I have, when it comes to play calling, G. I'm a real stickler for play calling. When it comes to play calling, bro, I, I, I look at certain scenarios and situations where I be like, look, man, run the football, bro. That shit happened right after Brees Hall broke that 25-yarder on the first on his first hand. But wait a minute, but see, but part of see, but part of what I'm saying about that Achilles, no matter what leg is on. Yeah. Is why I'm like, because one, one, first and foremost, rehab. That rehab is a bitch, fam, for telling your Achilles. For a regular person, it's a bitch, my G. For a regular person like you and me, is is stressful. Right. You 40. You're 40, my G. That's one. Two. People try to act like Aaron Rodgers ain't the most mobile quarterback. The best part of Aaron Rodgers' game is his footwork. Right. The best part of Aaron Rodgers' game is his footwork. He tried to get his little Justin Fields spin off. It didn't work out. Leonard Floyd caught him, and it popped. But he's already slowed down as a 40-year-old QB. But that's the point I was trying to get to right there. So now, trying to come back at 41 off an Achilles? Because Dan tore his shit at, like, I think, 34, 35. Nigga, you're 40. Got to rehab. Try to work this next year out. And then, not saying it will, what if Zach Wilson balls out? Hey, Aaron, we don't need your old ass. <laughs> we good? I'm not saying it's going to happen. Good point. But what if, what if. Zach Wilson come out, and we like, oh, shit. We don't need you, old guy. We have a quarterback who's still on this rookie deal that has greatly improved. There's no need for you no more. Damn. Goodbye. That is crazy. So you telling me that that, uh, Aaron Rodgers' best – Jet highlight is him coming out of the tunnel running with the American flag on yep. on 9-11. Yep. Damn. Damn. Yes, it is. Damn. And 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 my G, those are all things that you have to consider. If Aaron Rodgers is out for the year with an Achilles, which is hard to come back from, but then you have a Zach Wilson who becomes hella decent why do we need Aaron Rodgers off an Achilles injury why there's no need so where he gonna go this is fucking crazy fam this uh, is again, actually this is actually my own again I'm not saying that I believe that that's gonna happen for Zach Wilson I'm not. What I'm saying is, there's a chance. And if that happens, 
I don't see it either. I honestly feel like that the the Jets were gonna go into this situation and treat this kind of like the Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love type thing. Like, has Zach sit behind him for a couple years? You know, I know Aaron Rodgers playing on playing at least two seasons with the Jets. They were gonna have Zach Wilson sit behind him for a couple years, and then they might have you know felt like he would have two. Been two. He would have sat behind him for two seasons. Two well, seasons. that's not gonna happen now. <laughs> That's not going to happen now. Yeah. Man, Aaron Rodgers better, hey, he better hope Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> yeah, Brando. I feel you. You know, he went into the, what, he ready to go? It's a captivation. Man, man Aaron Rodgers, hey, look, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers going to, look, Aaron Rodgers going to take that ayahuasca, and you know what they going to say? When he take it, he going to go to the spirit world, and they're going to be like, hey, man, sit your old ass down, Jack. You straight, man. You did what you needed to do. Your ass shouldn't have went to the damn Jets in the first place. You know goddamn well what happens to quarterbacks when they go there. They oh, go there to God, die. Man. That's why Brett Favre only spent one year there, and he went to the team that he wanted to go to, the Minnesota Vikings. You actually wanted to go to the New York Jets. You SOL, Jack. Might as well go ahead and sit it down, fam. It is what it is. Bye-bye. Bye. the Raiders. Raiders she go to like, Vegas. Bye-bye. <laughs> like, motherfuckers just going to slide in this shit. Like, nigga, sit your ass down. <laughs> Why he you going to go to Vegas? He going to wake up from the ayahuasca and be like, damn, they just told me. Got to go ahead and sit my ass down, y'all. So I'm going to go ahead and sit my ass down, y'all. Zach, you got it. Damn. Peace. Here go all the money back. Here's all the money back. So nah, I I I, I do think it's a rap, man. I, I'm sorry. I I I give give I, well, Aaron. I don't think it's a rap for you. I want to see you play at least one or two more seasons. So hopefully it work out for you, man. We'll see. <laughs> That's why Bang says over. I don't think it's over. I think he got at least one more season. Go in the woods with your people. You know, y'all do that thing, whatever it is y'all do. Meditate. Don't sleep for four days. Whatever it is you got to do. And think about it. Come on You back. saw Brees Holmes? You saw Brees Holmes do that run last night? Brees Hall looked good, man. I mean, Brees Holmes. Brees Hall? Brees Hall looked good. I'm happy and, for and that kid. If Brees Hall never tears his ACL, that's a touchdown. He, he knew that shit, too. Fast, though. He still looked like he got... He still looks good though. Twenty two years ask old. Bree- hey man, ask Brees Hall about that run and guess what he'd tell you. <laughs> if I ain't tell my ACL, that would have been a touchdown, Jack. Back faster after ACL injuries, though, no? Or is it like if, clean ankle breaks? If Brees Hall, if Brees Hall never tells his ACL, that's a touchdown, Mike. Touchdown. Brees Hall like 25, 24, 23. years old. Twenty two. Twenty two. Two, 22. 22. Ah. Hey, Phillip Rivers. Hey, they even talking about <laughs> calling Phillip Rivers out of retirement, bro. Don't nobody want to be Phillip Rivers at 39, 40 years old, fam? <laughs> like, look, oh, Aaron Rodgers is a, is a Super Bowl champion and a four-time MVP. He don't need this shit. But he still want it, though. He, do he want it or do he want to prove Green Bay wrong? Probably both. 
Ralph. He he could run off in the sunset and be straight, my G. I I would look, bro. I could say that about all these old quarterbacks. I'm the one that said it on the pod. That yeah, just I go know. off into the sunset. Go off into the That's sunset. That's why I'm looking at your ass crazy. He's asking. I don't to know. I was intrigued at this point. I mean, we got robbed. Obviously, yeah, he could he could retire two seasons ago, but we got robbed of a moment that you know. People were picking them to win the fucking Super Bowl at this. You know what I'm saying? Like Aaron Rodgers being one of those quarterbacks who wins the Super Bowl for two different teams. That's elite company right there. Like you know, to be in. <laughs> we were robbed of that moment, so now I want to see it. <laughs> Mike, and that division gonna be tougher next year too. Yeah. Hey man. Hey Aaron. Bang ain't shit. He ain't shit. <laughs> inside, deep down inside. Bang ain't just happy about that first round draft pick <laughs> that the Packers don't get. <laughs> Look at him. It's like a Mentos commercial, nigga. Just like... <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> that's how I'm looking at. Hey, that's how I'm looking at Aaron Rodgers oh right my now. God. Hey, if y'all ever wanted to know. If y'all ever just needed to see a moment where you know bang ain't shit, this is it right here. This is what up. Hey man, look, I look. This I'm just telling you, moment. I, I when when I saw my man Cav just go, who do 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 do. All I did was just turn around. It was a sensation that like, went his body. <laughs> oh my god, you ain't right. It. You ain't right. That's it. I ain't celebrated though. You ain't right. If you ain't celebrated physically, you didn't celebrate it. But internally, spiritually, spiritually, mentally. Green Bay, Green Bay, look. Green Bay getting the second pick. That's all. That's the only reason why, man. All right, man. Um, hot takes before we get out of here. This is a hot take, bro. I, 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 and this was kind of in, you know, what I was talking about with the Aaron Rodgers thing. But watching. These games, and I said I was a stickler for play calling. G, we have to play callers have to do a better job at protecting their quarterbacks. And when I say protect your quarterback, bro, is utilize your run game more on first down. Why are we running play actions on first down when the run game is wide open? That's why Aaron Rodgers ain't playing right now. Brees Hall broke off a 25-yarder early. Go back to that man. Give it back to him. Why are you running play action on first down? Play callers, offensive coordinators, head coaches, do a better job at protecting y'all quarterbacks, man. Run the fucking football. Make running the ball on first down great again. All right, that's my hot take, man. Hey, man, my hot take is is that the Bears are still going to play the Green Bay Packers at the end of the season, and the winner wins the NFC North. That's still my hot take. Okay. Um, I just think now um, that the Bears put themselves um, in a terrible position here. So, um, um, Can I change my Super Bowl pick? I picked the Bills. To go to the Super Bowl. Get the fuck out of here. 
Josh Allen is damn near Huff. Damn near Huff. That's another hot take. He might be damn near Huff. All right? Give him another few more weeks. But Josh Allen might be Huff. I don't know. I'm still sticking with my pick. I'm putting a lot on that. I mean, I know the guy's good. I'm putting a lot on it. But he a little huff, right? He a little huff. So the Bills going to the Super Bowl, highly unlikely after what I saw and yesterday. <laughs> so yeah. I'm still sticking with my Jacksonville Jaguars pick, boy. And hey, they look, they, hey, look, they kind of they struggled slightly, but I, I chalk it up. It's the first week, you know. And the Colts looked it's solid. They looked it actually hey. decent. <laughs> Hey, Trevor Lawrence. Jacksonville looked a little ugly, though, first week. Trevor Lawrence to Calvin Ridley? Oh, yeah, that's going to be nice. That's going to be nice for the season. I like that. What? I like that. That's all I'm saying, fam. Yeah, man. That's that's all (laughs) I'm saying. That's it. That's. mm. I agree with that. Can't be mad at that. So I like it. I like the Super Bowl pick. It's a little crazy, but I fuck with it. <laughs> hey, I like Trevor. Hey man, look, pro- hey, it's just them and everybody else in that division, my G. Yeah. So that's I, I why I'm like, much. I ain't gonna look too much. I week one, you know, a lot of people overreact and react to certain shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna overreact to anything after week one. So yeah, but well, we'll Bills, see, man. Don't make me look bad. They about to make you look bad, though. But end us off, my G. Man, some do pod. Rate, like, subscribe, man. We on Twitch. Shout out to everybody on Twitch right now watching us. Uh, YouTube, the What Digital. Shout out to everybody that's watching us on YouTube right now. Um, Make sure y'all like, you know what I'm saying, and all of that. Um, uh, Yeah, we on Twitter, X, some do pod. Uh, we on Instagram, at some do pod. We on Facebook, uh, at some do Hashtag some dude pod is a Facebook group. Make sure y'all get in there. Um, you know, post your whatever it is y'all like to post, man, and then we could talk about it. Bang, how you doing fantasy this week? Two and two. Two and two. Bang got four leagues. He crazy. I went three and oh, so I I'm I, I fucks with that. That's a good sign right there. I like that. Two and two. I bet. Bet bet it up. All right, man, and that's it, man. I'm Mike B. That's Jerry Bang. And we gone. Peace. Yo, 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 it's your girl, Nate Kale, and this is some new podcast. We out. Peace. <laughs>